James's Saturday Show. Fantastic classics, artist interviews, and brand new music. James's Saturday Show on IndieLive.radio. Hello there, Ian. Hello, how are you doing, James? I'm grand, sir. I'm grand. <laughs> we were Good. getting a bit worried about you there. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's been a stressful morning. Uh, well, it's not been a stressful morning, but I just had too many whiskeys in hand and didn't get up. And, <laughs> and, we're, meant to, and we're meant to be painting the bedroom today as well. So I've just been putting decorating uh, sheets down and stuff. So right. uh, why is my camera not on? I don't know. Why is your camera not on? There we oh, go. There we go. That's <laughs> oh my Hello. goodness gracious. <laughs> you never even shaved for this morning. I'm really disappointed in you. No, actually, <laughs> and we, need to, to die. <laughs> we, we need to do that as well, actually, because we need we, to shave got, our beards. Yeah. We've done this. This is week one of November. So yeah. we do need to shave the other bits and mm-hmm. do some sort of photo, I think, for the old social media later. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, whiskey in hand, where did that come from? So, yeah, lyrics-wise, lyrics. The first thing that happened was was I wrote uh, put down some words. I was sitting up in in Pitt and Weem, uh, where I stayed in for the most part of 2019, um, in a wee very very small uh, one person flat. Um, and I was basically I'd had a bit of a bit of a rough day at work, uh, was just tired, stressed, and it's the same as ever when you get back from work at five six o'clock. I was just trying to do too much to productive things. I was trying to write so many lyrics. I was trying to um, sort of just build my life up a bit and then you get to about 11 30 at night and you think all right that's that's plenty that's enough mm. I, ca- I can't achieve anything else today i'm stuffed so all i can do now that's productive is get myself a seat grab myself a wee dram and for the next 15 minutes just relax focus on that moment um listen to some music so ironically i, I wrote some lyrics because of that and it, <laughs> it it was just seemed natural and it's the perfect use of, of whiskey as well it's something that even when you're on your own it kind of brings us together mm-hmm. uh, with those that we've shared whiskey with in the past. Yeah. I must admit, when I listened to the track, um, obviously before I saw the video that you'd done for it, straight away, like everything you guys have sent to me, it's just really got to me straight away. You know, f- right from the opening of the song, it's hooked me, you know? Uh, and then obviously last weekend, you know, you issued the uh, the video of it and I watched that at half past nine last Saturday morning before I went on air. And again, I was completely engaged in that video. Whose idea was it to do the video the way you did it? Ah, Andrew, is Hannah there, Andrew? I know she's not. She's going to hear that. That's uh, my flatmate. Uh, my flatmate. We were talking about what we could do in terms of... Um, it was Ian's idea actually he didn't put it to everyone to raise a toast in a video and then we sort of saw the clips together it was my flatmate's idea that we sort of pass it along as in sharing symbolically sharing the same glass in a kind of virtual zoom style way which works works really well with lockdown because it's it's kind of embodied it a bit that we can't actually meet up and stuff so yeah um, yeah, it was a good idea from Hannah it was uh, it was really really engaging and i i take it then that the people who are involved in the video passing the whiskey along are like friends family you know that you roped in to do it yes yeah yeah they are we roped we roped many of them on uh, in to do it uh, so yeah it is all close and and slightly less close but no less meaningful but we don't you know it was really good actually because we don't see some of the members and of family that we had, like it was mm-hmm. like, you know, people like dad's cousins and their children, you know, people that we don't see apart from usually sad occasions, like funerals and things, you know? So, so <laughs> yeah. it was, it was really nice to actually, um, to get all the, you know, all these people in on it, in on it. And, you know, it was, um, it just made the song a lot happier and, you know, everyone was you know, keen to 
share it and be in it and it was yeah so it was really it was really fun to do and yeah a lot of friends as well um just you know uni friends old friends so it was really it was really good yeah i must as i said i really enjoyed it you know looking at it i thought it was really good and i thought it was very well done considering you know as you (laughs) it's all sort of done through kind of like zoom with people just doing their own little individual bits and then to bring it all together you know and edit it and i thought it came together really really well well thank you thank you very much i'm glad we're glad, glad you enjoyed it and it's very very kind of you to say it's, it's not it's not too bad considering that it was uh, my my movie editing skills have never gone beyond windows movie maker 2008 but it works i know how to i know how to use it quite well now so yeah i, I don't want to go in with anything more complicated than that i must admit i've got a little bit of film editing experience myself and um yeah. It's something that I haven't done for donkey's years. Um, mm. I did it as part of a college course many, many years ago, back in the day before digital stuff, you know. So it was all things that were uh, recorded on magnetic uh, videotape. And then, you know, you took a bit out and you put a bit in. And, you know, whereas with the digital thing, you can kind of take a bit out, put it to one side, run it and see, and then you go, oh, no, I want to put that back in again. Whereas with the old way, you just had to cut it and keep a hold of it and hope that he didn't and hope. put it back in again. <laughs> oh, that does sound a bit, uh, that sounds tricky. We were just, we were just, we were just talking about um, like physically, um, me and Steph last night, we were just talking about physically, because obviously everything's digital now and we we're talking about physically printing, you know, if we, when we eventually get to something we can put on a CD, we'd love to yeah. actually do that. And um, I was just saying that McFly, like one of my childhood favorite bands, they brought out their latest album on like three different cassettes. Like, mm. who's gonna buy? Who's gonna? Who's gonna buy them? Like, and that, that must be like the same kind of thing. Like, cassettes were never very friendly, were they? Yeah. Well, they, they always had the tendency to get caught up and unravel, yeah. you know. And once once the magnetic tape is kind of like twisted, like that, it will never play properly again, you know. Um. So cassettes at the time were probably a good thing because they were like in a forerunner of your Walkmans. Yeah, um, portable, you know, yeah. you had the portable cassette player. Um, and they were probably good in that respect, but the actual cassette tape itself was a terrible, terrible idea. It really was. <laughs> you'd, have been, you'd have been better off with an old reel-to-reel tape machine, if I'm yes. honest about it, you know. Um, but that's kind of interesting that you said that about the cassette tapes because just recently I've been thinking about reinvesting in vinyl. Ah, right, okay. I, I used to, many years ago, I used to have a great collection of vinyl records. And to my eternal chagrin, I got rid of them because I really believed that, you know, this digital is the way forward, you know. And um, I sold them all, you know. And well, loads, loads of people have done the same. Loads of people did the same because it seemed like they were done. But yeah. who would have thought they'd come back? Exactly, you know. Um, and so I've been looking at various different sound systems um, mm. you know, to be able to play it on. But one of the problems I have is it's a very small flat that I live in, um, so mm-hmm. I'm limited with space, so it would need to be something, you know, kind of quite compact, um, unlike the old system I had, which was absolutely massive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've got, I've got a teensy wee vinyl player. It's like one of these, um, I forget who makes it, it's in the next room. It's like a, It almost looks like a little suitcase that you open yeah. up. So obviously the vinyl player itself isn't, it's, the speakers on that aren't any good, but you can, you can plug it into yeah. a, sound, a sound bar or something like that, yeah. and it sounds pretty good. But yeah, it's funny that I haven't bought any CDs this year, um, but I have bought three vinyls. So um, 
Yeah, it's di- digital and vinyl, I think, is the way it seems to be. Yeah, and one of the great things, of course, about uh, the vinyl records, and I suppose when everything went digital, people thought it's going to be much cleaner, so it's going to be better, is you do kind of miss the, the sort of crackly bits in between, mm. you know? Yeah, the when character, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you were listening uh, earlier, uh, but I, I was playing a track earlier um, by a band called Stone Thrower um, from Up Dundee Way. And right at the beginning of the track, you can hear the guitar player's fingers slide along the mm. strings, which you don't, yeah, yeah. Often, you know, you don't often hear that in recorded pieces, you know. No. Um, and I just loved it. You know, yeah. it's just so it, it, it's raw, you know. As far as I'm concerned, it's raw. It's it's just the way it's mm. been done. And it, in many ways, it's how it should sound. I think, you know. But yeah. Well, to be fair, last last there was a song we were recording recently. I can't remember which one it was that. Um, I think we were quieting down some of this because I was being really noisy with moving mm-hmm. between chords. So we, yeah. were, we were we were quieting we were quieting those bits down a bit with the t- editing software. So maybe we should leave them in next time. Yeah, <laughs> really noted. Give it some give it some character. Yeah, we should do. Yeah, well, I, I suppose it depends on the type of song that you're doing. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Stone Thrower. Uh, they're a kind of rock band, um, and I think that was super, a better yeah. that way. Um, then, you know, say if you were doing like a ballad or something like that, it might be a wee bit uh, too distracting. But Possibly. talking of which, Home From Home, the, the the release prior to Whiskey In Hand, what a song. <laughs> Thank what, you very much. What a song, guys. Do you know, it, it just, I, I, words fail me when I think about it, you know, and I've listened to it so often. Um, and I always seem to see something different when I'm listening to it. Um, right. I, I know it came to do with um, your missus coming over to because she, she's uh, not Scottish. Is, she, is it France? No, she, she's no, no, she's English. She's oh, she English. She's a, she's not a quite that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll pay for that one, Andrew. Oh. <laughs> she's I'm a, kidding. She's a. I'm kidding. I'm trying to edit that out, Andrew. <laughs> oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Leave it in. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she she is indeed a Sassanac guy, as she refers to herself. Well, you do, do you realise that she's not actually a Sassanac? Well, isn't Sassanac technically mean south of the River Forth and Clyde, doesn't it? Technically, a Sassanac is a lowlander. Yeah, well, that's um, yeah, so, you know, um, but it is something got it, that we got it wrong. something that we we do to describe <laughs> the English um, and have done for many many years. So. Whereabouts in England was it that she came from? You know, before she came up to to Scotland. Well, she's um she's from Sandbatch, which is in Cheshire. Oh, right. uh, so people, most people know Sandbatch from the surface the surface station mm-hmm. on the M6 yeah. going down. But it's a nice it's a nice um nice town. It's got some uh, I forget which uh, it's got a lovely wee town centre. Like I forget which period of there's the Sandbatch crosses, which are a famous historical attraction in the middle. Yeah. Um, I forget which area of time they are from, but it's a, it's a lovely wee town, apart from the M6 services. Yeah. And a lot of good yeah. pubs as well. A <laughs> lot of good pubs and a lot of good beer, actually, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I have to, to agree with you on that, because I used to I used to live in Manchester and Bolton. Right. Um, so I went pretty much all over that whole kind of area of the, the country, predominantly in search of good beers. <laughs> yes. There's a few, there's a few <laughs> a good beers. Bit of a <laughs> What did you? What what were your favourite breweries down there? Because I was in there's JW Lee's is one that comes to mind. They were okay when I was down in Manchester. Yeah, I mean, I was I wasn't really that fond of JW Lee's. 
It was always just a bit of session that you just like it was just a quaffing a pint or whatever you call yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I kind of graduated more towards the kind of like the microbreweries, mm. you know. Um, and I don't really well, I, I do now and again buy beers from the sort of bigger breweries, but I tend to search out for the microbreweries. I just think it's yeah. a, a better quality product. I think you're probably right. Yeah, but so back to the old music. I can see <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, beer sorry, on there as well. Um, but what have you got going forward? You know, any kind of like big plans that you can fulfill, even though we're in lockdown, or has a lot of stuff been put on hold? Well, Andrew, you can mention about plans for next yes. next year, maybe. So yeah, well, we've got obviously plans. We've started in the time we had there, and that's a brief window. We've managed to get a few more songs down than we've already got. So. And we're looking in, um, well, whenever we can, spring next year to, to release our first album. That's, really? that's the goal, um, which is really exciting. I know it's, it feels like a big moment when obviously it's, people can listen to singles and they're more than happy to, and it's, the support's been great, but to, to have an album you can lay down that people are going to sit there and listen to feels like a big step uh, for mm-hmm. us. And um, yeah, I mean, we'd like to have an album launch, that's the thing, but mm. at this point, who knows how long that'll be. If, if we could in March, April, even... That'd be, to be fair, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have an album launch whenever we can. Oh, that'd yeah. Be cool. yeah. That'd yeah. be cool, yeah. When it, the first chance we can. Good stuff, good stuff. And what about live gigs? Um, again, we're looking at, you know, probably at some point in 2021, I would think, mm-hmm. still personally, we're probably thinking of springtime. Have you got any kind of notions or plans to get involved with anything? Or Yeah, I mean, there's a few... Yeah, definitely. We want to do as much as we can when it comes back. Really, um, we've got one. Uh, we've got one thing that we've booked, which we can't announce yet because um, it's a fe- it's a festival that hasn't hasn't been officially announced. The acts haven't been announced yet. So that, but that, so we're really looking forward to that. That's going to be the first chance we get to put on a a full band performance as well as just us, so we can actually mm-hmm. play the songs like they like they are on the album instead of like acoustically. Exactly. Yeah. So we'd like to. We're going to try and build. A, you know, we we know a lot of. We know we're fortunate to know really good musicians through mm-hmm. various you know, through music, so um, that'll be really exciting. And then yeah, we just want to try and get back on the the pub circuit in Glasgow as soon as we can as well. Really, we kind of miss playing, and uh, it's given us a lot of time to write and start and record and things like that, and think about strategy for promoting songs online because it's a minefield now. There's so much you can do, and there's yeah. so much out there. But yeah, no, so we're looking forward to getting back to it next year. Mm-hmm. I must admit, um, it's kind of benefited me in a way um, because I'm getting a lot of submissions from mm. artists. Um, when I started doing the show on Indie Live Radio back in, I think it was September last year, it was quite slow, you know, to get the momentum going for it. And then mm. obviously once the whole lockdown thing kicked off this year, it was like people obviously thought this is going to be a way for us to you know, to get this stuff out. And I, I got um, four new songs, sorry, five new songs from different artists submitted to me yesterday. Uh, really? I've just not yes. even had a chance to listen to them yet. Um, that's great, though. Yeah, that's brilliant. But I'll get that done over the weekend. And it's, maybe, you know, I, I have at least two of them on next week. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's all kind of working out really well. Um, and one of the, I don't know if you... Um, I'd listened in last week. One of the artists that's been in touch with them or featured a lot of their music is a guy called Malcolm McWatt, um, who comes from Morrie originally, mm-hmm. based down in London now. Um, and he has become really popular 
on Indie Line nice. Radio. Um, nice. People wanting these music played, which coincidentally has been happening with yourselves with oh. whiskey in hand. Oh, um, that's nice. When I, when I played that last week, obviously for the first time, um, we have the the uh, the our online chat channel uh, Discord yes. that you get to yeah, yeah. the website. And ah, okay, yeah, I've never been on that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, you should get onto it. Sometimes you can have a right good laugh on it, you know. Um, but <laughs> we do, we do now have it. We do now have a Discord account, so we can yeah. actually, yeah. So there was quite a few people listening in last week, and they they were all saying really great things about the about the track, you know. So oh, that's nice of them. Well pleased, and then obviously uh, I was putting out, you know, to try and get it pushed up the iTunes chart. So <laughs> where is it, Andrew? You want to say it's uh, yeah? So iTunes is a tough one because iTunes we we peaked at we're briefly in the fifties, but the we problem is on top, I- we got to number fifty. Yeah, it's quick. We got to number fifty. Um, so we're in the top fifty. That counts. I mean, it's not the top forty, but close enough. Yeah. Um, but we, it's very hard to stick around because obviously uh-huh. those that are around you, like the Lewis Capaldi's mm-hmm. uh, of this world, say they've got so many listeners that they just keep purchasing regularly. Yeah. So you can, you can get up if you get a lot of listens at the same time, a lot of purchases mm-hmm. at the same time. So obviously we'll hopefully do another push at the end of the month uh, when, when I've actually got a mustache that isn't drawn on with a pen. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll hopefully get. But we are. As a, we we realised yesterday. I was just I was flicking around, and actually, it was because of um, another um, Scottish songwriter, um, Tommy Maguire, that I noticed. He said he was on the Scottish singles chart for the last week, and I just popped on it for for a laugh and thought, oh, you know, we might we might have scraped in ninety nine or something. You never know. And it, and it's sixty five for the last. I week, know. So it's really cool. So, no that, so that's because. So that's really cool because we're we're pushing we're basically pushing iTunes because not so many people actually download iTunes now because it's all yeah. streamed. So uh-huh. and if we want to raise money for November, we're going to get not much money out of streams. So actual physical purchase like you know digital downloads will give us a bit more to donate. But yeah, so that was so that was how we got onto the iTunes. We got yeah. did quite well in the iTunes. Uh, we got to number one on the world music category because <laughs> it's it has um, it has iTunes has um, has categorised it as traditional folk. <laughs> <laughs> we got so we'll take that. Um, but yeah, Close enough. so it was uh, no, it was really cool to get into the Scottish the Scottish singles chart at sixty five because that's um, not just iTunes. That's like streams and all basic all forms of listening. So that was a re- really nice surprise. Including radio as well. Including radio, yeah. So that was so a lot of radio stations have been really kind. Um, So we need to, we uh, we could do a thanking of you properly. But this, this, so we've had a lot. So thank thank you so much to the to the um, to the indie live listeners who have liked it. That's very very kind of you. And um, and although we don't say it too much on our social media, obviously we are very much an independent supporting band. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I actually, which is quite interesting that you said that because obviously I'd put out, you know, the invites to, to lots of people um, and one chap came back to me and uh, initially said, it's not my kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just replied back to him and said, no, like, man, that's cool. You know, I, I, you don't have to download it if you don't want. I said, it's just these two guys, really strong independent supporters, you know, and I just like to help them along the track a wee bit. And this guy's a big indie fella. And he came back to me and he went, I've downloaded it. And I've put it on <laughs> good, to good man. He downloaded it as well. <laughs> oh, good man. Thank you so much. So yeah. It was interesting, you know, that the fact that the independence thing kind of made him change his mind. Yeah. And it will probably be one of those things that he'll have downloaded it. It cost him 79p. Maybe listen to it once or twice, but won't listen to it again. But that's not really that important going forward, you know. It's the no, it's... he's done it and he's, he's made his payment, you know. Well, it's very, it's very good of him. Thank and thank and for sharing it as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, we do. Um, 
we're not we have we haven't screamed and shouted much about the independence thing but we, we we're not uh, we're not as as uh, we're not adverse to posting but we're not like gonna hide our political opinions yeah. either i mean i'm sure like come come mm. an actual ref you know come a come another referendum if it gets announced Please. like at some point <laughs> god jesus then we'll be out try, we'll be out trying to play at every possible rally and event that's got a stage or that's got a march yeah. um where we can just march along with a couple of guitars and maybe pull a wee sound system on a Charlie Brown style trolley, I don't know. Was it the, <laughs> so, um, Ian, was it? What we should maybe do then is um, maybe get you tied up with the, our own indie Pram Ray. Um, he yeah. has a, a portable PA system, which is really ah, cool. powerful. Um, and he goes to, you know, like all the AUOB marches and stuff like that. And he plays out, you know, uh, independence type music and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that might be an idea, you know, if you could get along with him and plug it into his system, it would certainly... Hey. Why not? Well, not for sure, and um, and play, and we can wander along with it, and we can wander. I don't know how easy it is to walk and get some weird portable mics or something. I <laughs> so that'd be cool. Well, that, see, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, because nowadays with the technology, again, you know, you can have these battery powered clip microphones. You know, yeah. you something in your ear as well for a, a monitor it. And it's not like you've got bags and bags of equipment that you're going to have to cart around. The most equipment that you'll probably need to carry around will be the guitars. Mm. Yeah, exactly. When we're not, especially when we're not doing a full band type thing, you know, we don't exactly need to be sitting on a wee lorry or something. Well, so just... <laughs> if you're going to go that way, then you have to get a lorry or something like that. I don't think we need to do that for for a mark. I think just some acoustic, acoustic playing along would be that would be good enough for that. <laughs> Actually, quite interested. I don't know. Did you go to the uh, the last match before lockdown, the one in January when it was such horrendously wet weather? I don't nah, think we... um I don't think we did. Uh we no, were we at the bit we were at no. we've done done a big Edinburgh one. In... We did, we did Edinburgh and Glasgow Edinburgh and Glasgow last year, did we? Yeah. We yeah. did both, yeah. Uh but we didn't do well, there was some reason that we didn't do that one. We couldn't I think mum did it and she got absolutely soaked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't... Well I was I was doing the show um, while it was on and uh, right. uh Independence Live, our streaming side of uh Indie Live. Um, they were actually bringing in streams and I was watching it on a big monitor in the studio. And That's cool. Kevin, yeah. um, who does all the, the streaming stuff, he was there pulling it all together and working his magic. And the highlight for me was, and you, you'll have seen this yourself, was the impromptu Kaylee under the bridge. Um, as go across, you know. And that to me just epitomised the spirit yeah. Of, you know, the, the independence movement, forget about politicians, you know, they don't mm. waffle on all they want. But when you look at it at a grassroots level, that's the thing that really epitomised for me, you know, the spirit of the people who really want to get independence. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, and it's, it's just, yeah, yeah. the, the, the mix Andrew. of people that's there as well. No, it's just, I, I love the fact that, um, especially obviously in so many mainstream media, you get a lot of portrayals of any any marches as oh these are some hardcore people. Mm. You go along to the march and you've got um, and the age range from three to about ninety five. Yeah. Anyone that can march, anyone that can can wheel along as well, yeah. um, makes the whole journey. And it's just such a dogs, update. loads of, loads of dogs, <laughs> loads of dogs, so many dogs for indeed. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. The great thing about it as well is that it's it's an all encompassing movement. You know what I mean. Um, you know, you always get this stuff in the media, you know, about how we hate the English and all the rest of it. And yet there's a really big English independence 
Scots, English Scots mm-hmm. for yes. English Scots for yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're actively trying to kind of like expand even more um, because predominantly they're, they're borders based um, and they're trying to get more and more groups you know, throughout mm. the whole of Scotland to, to come together. And it's just the, I think it just shows, and then you've got the Germans, German Scots for yes, you know, you've got the Polish mm. one. You know, everybody who's involved in Scotland um, and wants to become involved in independence is there. I keep on getting these blooming messages popping up. and I keep <laughs> Computer will update, sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting to mute it so that it doesn't happen and you get the beep in your ear. Oh, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> I know you guys are big rugby fans from the last time um, we chatted and you were in the studio with me. Um, so what about last week against Wales, eh? What about that as a result? That's Smashing. Good. We like it. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, there was certainly, um, I think the whole street heard it when that ruck went over and it's like what mall went over and Scotland <laughs> scored in uh, what, what, the 70th minute or something. Cracking. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of people who probably aren't Scottish fans just bat it away. It's awful game, yeah. terrible to watch. But I don't. We don't care. We ground out a win, which was in a we tricky condition. Well, that's the thing. We we dominated the game. We we didn't. We never. We, we shouldn't really have ever lost that game. And it's, no. again, um, our defense is looking so strong this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've con- we've conceded the fewest points of any team in the Six Nations ever, I believe, this year. Yeah, Both weird. Somehow, <laughs> it kind of surprised me. I'm not a massive rugby fan. I do like it, but I'm not a massive rugby fan. And I, I was surprised at the result because I think like quite a lot of people, I kind of thought, you know, Wales will just steamroller over the top of Scotland as they have done quite often in the recent past. Um, so when I saw the result, you know, I thought, oh, why did I not watch this? You know? Yeah. Um, well, his, historic, thought, historically, you're not wrong because we haven't won away. We hadn't won away in Wales for 18 years. Mm. Um, so, yeah, thank, thank goodness for yeah. that. Right. Well, we're almost there. Uh, Time up, guys. Can't believe oh. it. Um, I know. Oh, 30, 30 minutes is what we, we had allotted. What I'll maybe do is, uh, I know we have a station Zoom account. Um, what I'll maybe do going forward is book that time, you know, for an hour or something like that for one of these. Yeah, of but then sometimes, yeah, I, feel, no sometimes I feel um, if I'm doing it live, um, as we are just now, an hour might be too much, you know, to take out of the show. Um, just mm-hmm. have a talking heads thing. So <laughs> thinking along the lines of maybe doing some of these kind of interviews off air and I play them. And I'm looking at the possibility of maybe putting them out as a kind of series of podcasts. That's why I said to you, you know, I hope you don't mind, but I want to record that. No, 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 no. That sounds, yeah. that's absolutely, absolutely fine. Podcasts are, uh, podcasts are really popular right now. They're just going, yeah. especially with everything that's going on. So no, that sounds like a great, great idea. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note, Andrew, Ian, thank you very much for joining me. This was more successful than the last one we tried. I <laughs> know <laughs> it was great, and, and th- thank you so thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate, appreciate it, and we will certainly be back in touch. Um, although we haven't announced anything, we might have a wee surprise coming for people yes. at the start of next month. So we'll keep you posted ahead of the masses. Don't worry. Brilliant. Well, listen, guys, it was great to speak to you again, and uh, keep the stuff coming to me. I'll play it all day long for you. Thanks, James. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye now. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
Okay, so how do you get in touch with me here at the Saturday Show? Well, it's very, very simple. You can tweet me at JE Saturday Show or at Indie Live Radio. You can send me a message to our page on Facebook, Indie Live Radio. Why not join us on the Discord chat live during the show? Go to the website, indielive.radio, and sign up to the Discord chat channel. You can text the show, 07849 162250. That's 07849 162250. You can email me at the show, and if you are a musical artist, singer, band, etc., you email james.saturdayshow at gmail.com with a sample of your music, and uh, we can arrange to have it played on air for you. We have our own Facebook page and uh, any interviews, uh, new artists that I will be featuring will be posted up on there as well. And if you have any music and you're not signed up to a record label, we can post that up on our Facebook channel also. James's Saturday Show. Fantastic classics, artist interviews and brand new music. James's Saturday Show on IndieLive.Radio.